This episode of the A Girl in Progress podcast is brought to you by the Bundle Co. Self-Improvement Bundle. Think of it kind of like the Netflix of self-development, with 75 different e-courses from leading experts at your fingertips to help you level up physically, mentally, spiritually, romantically, emotionally, and financially in 2021. Whether you want to get stronger in the gym, take the next step in your career, feel more confident in your own body, set yourself up for financial freedom, or improve your love life, you'll find a complete guide by someone who's forged the path before you. Individually, each of these courses would set you back hundreds of dollars, and together they add up to over $13,000. But with the bundle, you'll only pay $75.90. That's less than the cost of a grocery shop and a savings of over 99%. Seriously, if you only make one investment in yourself in 2021, I highly recommend you make it this one. The only catch? It's available for one week only, so you need to get in quick. Head to the link in show notes or girlinprogress.com slash bundle to grab yours today. Welcome to A Girl in Progress, the self-development podcast for millennial women working on themselves for themselves. We believe it's possible to strive to become the best version of yourself while also accepting yourself exactly as you are. Whether it's giving you a glimpse into the daily routines of inspiring women or sharing the stories of those who started before they felt ready, this podcast is all about encouraging you to take imperfect action towards your goals and find productivity and success on your own terms. As for me, I'm your host, Emma Norris. I'm a journalist, author, cheese enthusiast, imperfect action coach, and the founder of agirlinprogress.com. Let's get into the episode. Hey everyone, I hope your week is off to an amazing start. Um, Today I'm back at it again with another speedy solo episode. Um, It's actually something a little bit more personal than usual. So normally you'll know I'm in here interviewing our amazing guests or sharing practical, actionable tips and there'll still be a little bit of actionable stuff in there. Um, But I'm shaking it up and sharing a bit more about my personal journey and experience with procrastination. Um, so some, as some of you might have heard, I reopened the doors to my online program, Procrastinator to Action Taker, last week. Um, so inside, I teach the five-step science-based method to stop putting things off and start getting shit done today. Um, but I want you to know that I am not at all up on my high horse saying, oh, I never procrastinate, like I never have and I never will, because that is not the case at all. Actually, the reason I'm so passionate about teaching this is because I have been there. I know what it's like to cause yourself loads of unnecessary stress and anxiety by putting things to the last minute. And I know what it's like to get so overwhelmed by that space between where you are and where you want to be that you end up doing nothing. Um, But through a combination of becoming very deadline driven (laughs) from working in publishing, um, a mix of internal and external accountability, better time management strategies and systems, I've kind of managed to flip the script and become an action taker 99% of the time. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm not perfect. I definitely still do the, oh, I'll clean the kitchen in five minutes, which turns into 10, which turns into half an hour, because it literally feels like there's a magnet keeping me stuck in the lounge watching TikTok. Um, But I've definitely come a long way when it comes to my procrastination habit. Um, So some of you might have already heard some of my journey if you've been to any of my workshops, Um, but even if you have, um, you might learn something new or take something new away that you can put into practice in your own life. Um, So taking it way back, I was not a naturally organized 
child. I mean, I don't know if children are ever really organized, but like I was just a little bit chaotic. Um, I always say I'm a type B person who's developed type A tendencies out of sheer necessity. Um, so growing up in a school, I was always the creative girl who was quite scatterbrained and was constantly losing my belongings or leaving things um, to the very last minute. I don't really remember when my procrastination habit first started. Like I do remember in high school, definitely leaving things um, to the last minute. But yeah, I'm not sure how it manifested at a young age. So I managed to do quite well at school um, just due to like sheer tenacity and kind of an ability to bullshit my way through exams, um, which led to me studying media and journalism at uni. Um, so that I would say was really like the peak of my procrastination habit. And I think that's a time where a lot of us Apart from maybe like end of year high school exams, like I think that's the time that our procrastination habit really comes evident for a lot of us. Um, so I was leaving, I was constantly leaving my assignments to the last minute um, because, not because I had a crazy busy social life, like I did go out a bit, but mostly I was just binge watching Gossip Girl and um, eating Thai food. Um, so I would often do almost all-nighters because uh, I didn't quite have the uh, drive to <laughs> do a full all-nighter. And I don't think I drank coffee back then. Um, yeah, so almost all-nighters to get those assignments done. And I would just be a teary, overwhelmed mess um, as I tried to race against the clock and get it done. And as anyone who's been there will know, it's just not a fun time and just completely unnecessary because... I had plenty of time to do those assignments, you know, we got plenty of notice and yes, I was working a casual job like a lot of people, but it was really just not wanting to do the work. It was not wanting to, I guess, face the discomfort of doing something that might be hard. So my procrastination habit actually got so bad that I kind of ended up not having enough units um, and having to do summer school and graduate late without the rest of class. So it was kind of a mix of like I said, leaving my assignments to the last minute and maybe not getting the best result in some of my subjects and also just not getting my shit together to see, make sure I actually had enough subjects. And I think it was kind of one of those things where at the back of my mind knew that I'd messed up and not done enough units, but I just couldn't bring myself to do anything about it. Um, so otherwise I procrastinated that time was like not going to the dentist for five years. Um, and then eventually going because people in my life like uh, that's not normal like you need to go um, and I discovered that I actually needed $2,000 worth of fillings done which was obviously not very friendly to my uni student budget um, but you know I did manage to graduate uni eventually um, and from there I entered the deadline driven world of journalism working in magazines and it was immediately clear that my procrastination habit was just not going to work. Like, there's no way that you can get by in an industry like that. Like, and you just can't miss deadlines. So, you know, I still often <laughs> left things to the last minute, but I, I got pretty good at get, doing things quickly. And then I eventually got good at doing things quickly and straight away because I just didn't want to cause myself the unnecessary stress of hustling to do it um, at the last minute. But I definitely procrastinated in different ways back then. So I remember in meetings, I would just not speak up because, I mean, it was probably partially social anxiety and partly procrastination, but it's that same thing of 
just avoiding discomfort. Like I just wouldn't voice my ideas in meetings when we had like our feature writing meetings. I just wouldn't voice those ideas. And then I would kind of try and send my ideas by email after. And it was like kind of too late at that point. So it, it really limited my potential in that way. Um, but, you know, in terms of actual work, my procrastination habit, you know, it got, I got a lot better at uh, managing it. But it was really around, I think, 2017 when I started working from home and running my own copywriting business and freelancing as well as working for a lifestyle blog that I really developed my own methods for getting a lot done in short amounts of time. Uh, basically, because I had to. I just had so much on my plate that I really had to get good at managing my time um, and doing things right away. Um, and I became obsessed with productivity and tried every method and app out there. Um, So as some of you might have known, in 2018, I started my own lifestyle blog, A Girl in Progress, um, a destination for women working on themselves, for themselves. Um, And through that, I actually got approached to write a book, got a book deal um, from a company in New York um, and wrote my book, Progress Over Perfection, a guide to mindful productivity, um, which I wrote in four months, which I definitely wouldn't have been able to do if I, if I still had that hectic procrastination habit from my uni days. So fast forward to now, I basically juggle what a lot of people would say is equivalent to like three jobs. Um, so I work part-time at a social media app. Before that, I worked part-time as deputy editor of a magazine. Um, on top of that, I manage an almost full freelance client roster. Um, I wrote three blog posts today. Wouldn't wish that on anyone, but you know, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. Um, you run, I run a girl in progress um, and the girl in progress podcast. I work on side projects like my book. Um, and on top of that, I still have time for fun exercise and you know, the important stuff like actually having a life and spending time with loved ones. Um, but I wouldn't be able to do half of that if I was still caught up in a procrastination habit. Uh, first of all, I wouldn't have most of it in my life, you know, if I hadn't started the blog or started freelancing on the side or started my copywriting business um, or started writing my book before I felt ready. Um, but I also wouldn't be able to manage it all. I know I mentioned this stat a lot, but the average person loses 55 days a year to procrastination. I just couldn't do as much as I do, you know, if I had lost those days. Um, the only reason I'm able to do it all is because I take imperfect action without overthinking things. I start things as soon as I can instead of making it a task for future me. Um, and I strive for progress over perfection with my work so I can quickly finish things and put it out there. And the way I've managed to stop procrastinating is, you know, I have strong internal and external accountability. I've developed good work habits um, and I know how to get into a state of flow so I can stay focused on my work and not get sidetracked by distractions. There is a process to it and that's exactly what I teach inside Procrastinate to Action Taker. So if you are ready to effortlessly start any project or goal you dream up and finish everything you start, supercharge your focus and clarity all day long, Give yourself plenty of time to finish things without stressing yourself out by rushing. Um, Actually enjoy your well-deserved downtime without guilt and go from completely overwhelmed to overjoyed by your daily wins. 
I highly recommend clicking the link in the bio to find out more about Procrastinate to Action Taker um, and see if it might be a good fit for you. So the price goes up from $2.99 to $4.99 very, very soon. Um, so I recommend you look out for future you and don't procrastinate. Check it out. Um, so I hope I've shown you that if you are uh, prone to procrastination, it is just a habit. You can change it. You're not stuck with it. Um, and I hope I've shown you what's possible in your life when you do change it. And I also hope I haven't rambled too much. Um, but, you know, just over here showing up imperfectly because that's how I do. So until next time, go forth and conquer your week. And I hope to see you inside the course. Thanks for listening to the Girl in Progress podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure you hit subscribe and leave us a review. You can also check us out over on agirlinprogress.com, the online destination for women working on themselves for themselves. Or get social with us on Instagram at underscore girlinprogress. Can't wait to see you there.